Blog Talk Radio. We're going to make it happen. 
You know, if the phone ain't acting up, everything else is acting up. Uh, anyway. Anyway, we all good. So, we have an outstanding show for you. Of course, we if you've been sleeping, you know, last couple of days, you know, the Senate passed this tax bill. Um, the same is a version of the one that the House passed a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting that they're, they're passing all these this, this tax bill, and they aren't just passing it, they're ramming it through. Okay, that there are they are ramming it through, um, almost um, on the same level as the um, what was it Pacific Pacific Partner Trade Deal? Yeah, well, you just signed it. Don't worry about reading it. It's being presented to 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 representatives at the last minute where they don't have time to read it. You know, either you're just gonna vote yes or no, and, and that's basically what it came down to in the Senate. So. <laughs> We're gonna talk a little bit about that and, and see what's what's really going on, you know. Because well, I have an idea, and I'm gonna give you my idea as to what's going on with the situation. Uh, and of course, as always, you know, you know, they stand in front of the the cameras and say all the great things they think that you, the American pe- person, people want to hear. But in between the lines, in between the lines, you have to ask them, what the heck did you say? Because what you say in front of that camera is not what you're doing when there are no cameras there. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, we're going to briefly talk about the NFL, you know, how they allowed their um, <laughs> how they allowed, um, players to wear cleats uh, this past Sunday um, for whatever cause they may have wanted to uh, represent. We're going to talk a little bit about that, too. And, and, you know, it's just basically, you know, trying to patronize the players so, you know, they can calm down with this protest. But we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. Then you got North Korea. Uh, North Korea. Um, uh, and, you know, the nonsense going on over there. And every time you talk about turn around, that people over here talking about, well, you know, it's getting closer to war, so forth and so on. Yeah, no, I don't think so. But we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And um, if you aren't aware of it, you know, uh, once again, we're facing a government shutdown. You know, if there's not a budget or a, a stopgap measure passed by Friday, you know, once again, we'll be facing a government shutdown. Now, for the average Joe, that doesn't mean a lot. It really doesn't. But for those that work in government buildings, government contractors, that means a lot. Because usually when a government shutdown happens, that means there's some layoffs, or as they call them, furloughs, that, that's about to happen. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And, and we're going to keep it small and simple today, but we are going to talk about these things because that's what we do need to talk about. Okay? It's been a few minutes, so... Yeah, we're going we gonna to get it on, all right? Now, with that being said, with that being said, uh, we have a song of the day for you today, and we do have a quote of the day. Although I don't know which one it is. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we have one, you know, which is always a good thing. Um, and let's see what else is there. Uh, that's about it. I, I think that's enough right now on your on your table. You know, once again, 
Uh, once we get there, we'll be all right. All right, so, but before I go any further, it's time to bring the the logical part of the team on, on the air now, the one and the only P. Ross in the house. P. Ross, what's going on? How you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Um, here. Yeah, I, see I see we still having problems picking in and out. Man, I'll tell you, I don't know what's going on. I think we'll have to find another platform probably. You know, because this is getting ridiculous. You know, I say, okay, maybe it's my computer. Well, maybe it's my computer. You know, so I switch my browsers. You know, I got about three or four of them up here. I switch them, and the same thing happened on all of them. No, that's not my computer then. <laughs> you know, that's not my computer. No. So, but we finally got through, and, uh, we we gonna get this show knocking and, and and popping today. Like we know we can, we know we can, and we know we will. That's what I got. That's all I got. Um. So what's going on? What happened? What, what, what's been happening with you over the weekend? How was your weekend? A very long, long, long weekend. I think I got in about at four a.m. this morning. So yeah, that's where we are today. Ooh. Monday afternoon blues, unless you're on the, the West Coast. 
and it just turned afternoon. So you got that Monday afternoon blues too. I'm gonna say what you got. But anyway, <laughs> we got a little Stevie Wonder here for you, Sir Duke, for you old heads out there. You know, y'all just saying this back in the day. Some of y'all going to get um um uh, recognize and, and and remember the things that happened to you by the lyrics of the song. <laughs> I know I can. But anyway, without further ado, here it is, y'all, Sir Duke and Mr. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Oh, 
Nation. Let's talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there? Wherever you may be, wherever you may be, we are here, me and my co-host, Pete Ross, in the house, and we got a great show for you today. See, I'm about to sing now. Stevie done woke me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, hey, I tried, John. I tried. But anyway, anyway. No, you didn't. You didn't try. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Anyway. You did. You know, we got some we got some good stuff going on here today. And uh I just cannot wait to get to it. You know? Because we got some great stuff and I got all this information I want not to share with you today. <laughs> so I want not to share with you today. Yeah, did y'all catch that? Y'all didn't catch that, did you? Nah, y'all didn't. But anyway, it's all good. Um let's see what else we got. We got um we got a quote of the day coming up here in a minute. Um, but before we get to the quote of the day, let me tell you how you can be part of the show real quick, real quick, real quick. Easiest way, call in. That's the easiest way. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Once again, that's three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. We gonna make a song at the eight six two two. Yeah. Okay. Um, another way is uh, you can log into our chat room, which is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash talk. Um, you can shoot an email to me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. Um, let's see what else we got going on. Website. You leave us some information on the website. www.ericletstalk.com. All right. So. Those are all the ways. Those those are all the ways. And for those that have other means of, you know, communicating with me, you know, you're welcome to communicate that way as well. Okay? So, we green that. We have let them know how they can be a part of the show, Pete. And, I, and you know, I, I can, you know, besides short little coming back and, um, <laughs> coming back and, and, and sitting in the house with them, that, that's about it. Um, I want to welcome guest 955 in the chat room. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, and it's that time. It's that time, y'all. And I promise I was going to find something else besides Pac-Man. And, you know, I almost forgot, but I didn't forget because I got it. And without further ado, y'all, here it is, the quote of the day. Okay, she missed the cue. Let's try it again. <laughs> Are you talking? Are you here uh, with me? No, okay. no, 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 no. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you don't Keep like that going. at all? Why? You wasn't ready. Go back. Go back. Okay, now. You ready now? <laughs> I'm ready now. Okay. Still don't like Pac Man, though. You still don't like Pac Man, mm-hmm. but don't keep looking. The quote of the day today comes from Margaret Atwood, and it simply says, War is what happens when language fails. Again, war is what happens when language fails. In other words, 
all method to arbitrate, all 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 reason to sit down and, and, and arbitrate and reason things out to come to the to the, the discussion table to come to an applicable solution for both parties has failed because nobody can communicate or nobody can can successfully give a good reason not to go to war or a good reason for me not to hate you, a good reason for me not to make asinine statements about you or about your height, you know, or about your missiles, you know, rocket man and such, you know. So language fails because we we, we, we tend to let our emotions, our thoughts, and our feelings overtake reasonable solutions. And where emotion is, there is no reason because you're going to go off what you feel. You're not going to consider what's best for the people. You're not going to consider that these are 18, 19, 20-year-old young men you're sending into battle, you know, for the first time in their life, you know, that aren't on the street, but real war with real weapons and real missiles, and a lot of them aren't going to come back. And you're not going to have a good solution or a good explanation as to why this mother's son was captured and killed, or you're not going to have a, a, a good reason or even proper etiquette to honor the dead. See, so all in all, the overall conversation is a mute point because you're not saying what needs to be said. There's no empathy in it. So how can a solution be reached when your only emotions is that of distaste, is that of apathy, is that of controversy and ridicule and disregard for human life? So how can words, which is simply language, ever succeed in that environment. The fact of the matter, it can. If you find yourself in a leadership position, not just as the the captain of the so-called free world or any country, but even leadership in your own personal life, whether it's at work or your business, the head of your household, be careful what you say because war is, is hell. And you may not even recognize the war that is right in the midst of you while your children or your spouse or your significant other or coworkers or whomever have become indifferent to you. What the heck are you saying? How are you saying it? Are you really taking into account how they might feel? Or is it just a dictatorship, a totalitarianism that you get to say what you want to say and nobody else gets to respond? Nobody else gets any input. Nobody else gets to state their point of view or their disagreement. Why can't you just agree to disagree? If there is no room for applicable solution. If there is no room to a mediation or arbitration that brings you to a congenial solution that benefits both parties, then even though they may be silent, just know you're still at war in your own house 
in your own relationship, in your own profession. Because where there is no communication, there's no success. There's only failure. So war is what happens when language fails. So use the words. Choose your words wisely. Remember, life and death are in the power of the tongue. So what are you saying? What are you speaking? And that's the quote of the day. That is the quote of the day. All right. Very interesting quote, to say the least, given the the, 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 the rhetoric and, and the, the back and forth between 45 and, and, and North Carolina Short um, Kill Bill John or whatever his name is. Um, you know, I, I don't even know where to begin with that quote right there. You know, I think a lot of times it, 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 okay. you got speakers close by or something because I hear myself. <laughs> um, what, we, what we have going on is sometimes it's not just lack of words. It's a lack of uh, the ability to understand, you know, when you are provoking someone we Correct. 
culture, if you if your child is born handicapped, they kill the child. Okay. For those that didn't know, yeah, they killed the child. And I, as much as I hate to say it, that may be the best thing for the child because they're really not prepared to take care of uh, children, handicapped children. And uh, you know that that is not um, something that's feasible for them. You know what I mean? But getting back, so and, and you have to really take a look at that part of it too. They're shooting all these missiles and having all these atomic tests. What effect is that just having on their land alone? Alone. Eventually, some parts of that country are going to be unlivable. Can, can we agree yeah. that? Some of us are going to be unlivable? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So now, you, you're, talking about, you're talking about an economy that is really uh, very, very sluggish would be a compliment to say it's sluggish. Okay? <laughs> and then right there to the south, you, got, you have South Korea. You have South Korea. Well, there's many United States servicemen stationed there. Not to mention our ally, South Korea, Seoul. Okay, then across the other side you have you have um, China, Japan. You have China. Then across the pond there's Japan. So, and what you look at that is 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 a very complicated little scenario here, where if a battle was to start in that region. You just might look on and say that region is gone. You might look say it's gone. The interesting player in the whole thing, I, I would uh, say, would be uh, 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 China. See what China's going to do. Now, when you start looking at China, you have to look at Russia as well because they all, you know, they all play. You know, yeah, communism, communism, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What 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 will Russia's role be in that in that situ, type of situation? So the bottom line is, let's let's rethink. If this country is North Korea, um um um, economy is as bad as stated as some of the 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 defectors have said. Where are they getting all this money and, and things from to produce these warheads? And fire these missions, these missiles. Where's it coming from? Has anybody ever thought about giving that a reason? I mean, a thought, giving that a thought. Where are they coming from? Where are they getting all this, these, these, these um, warheads from? Or is it something that they've already had? Now, let's not forget back in um, during the Obama days. Sputnik, y'all remember Sputnik? Was it Sputnik? That 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 um, virus that got into worldwide computers and, and was storing stuff, destroying things. Oh yeah. yeah. And I know I know a lot of y'all don't remember that. Well, let me tell you a story about Sputnik. 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 I think it is T U X N E T. All right, that's a program that was developed by the United States. Okay, in cooperation with Russia to actually um, destroy North Korea's nuclear program from within. All right, y'all write this down now and you go check it out. And what would happen is they would send a virus through that would, would go into them to, to the uh, warheads and as they were testing them, spinning them, 
spinning around testing, the virus was slowly uh, uh, eating them up or, or disrupting them. But the, 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 the monitors would keep saying that it's working fine, but in actuality, it's not. Okay, so of course, as anything, it gets old. You know, so we got to work on something new. You know, we have to do an upgrade. We have to do an upgrade. Now, I know y'all understand that now. Upgrade. So, in the process of doing the upgrade, you know, um, um, United States and Russia got together, and, and United States say, look, 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 we need to do this upgrade right here. So, hold tight. Don't do anything else until, you know, we get this upgrade to this virus and then we're going to shoot it through again, and we're going to take care of the nuclear weapons once again. Easy, right? Of course not. Because, you know, Putin and his crew are like, man, whatever. That may take too long. We need to stop this now. We need to slow them down now. So what they do, they go and try to send, it, send the virus again, again through again. The only problem yeah. is when they send it through, it hit the wrong lines. And once it hit them, them the wrong lines, it just spread out like wildfire across across the country, across the world, and that's how uh, it was. It was actually found out that uh, the United States and Russia was actually behind Sputnik, um, and that's part of the reason why President Obama, forty-four himself, and Putin had such an icy relationship for the majority of uh, of the presidency because of that one factor right there. Because something that was supposedly working was ruined because nobody wanted to wait and be patient. So now we find ourselves here in this situation with North Korea. And believe it or not, North Korea knows who was behind that. They know who was behind that. And that is another issue in itself, why they are so defiant against anything the United States of America is, is trying to say or do. Because history has shown that the United States of America will, will, will give you one hand to shake and have the other one behind their back with a blade waiting to chop you up in case you stepped out of line. We know this, right? This is something we don't know. History has shown us this. Now, if, if you don't believe it, just go and look at Gaddafi, Saddam, Hatola Khomeini, uh, a couple of others over there. So this is this is uh, it's nothing new. Put it that way, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. Remember, Saddam kept saying the same thing about you know if America come over here and attack us, there would be bloodbath. Okay. Now, in all honesty, my in my opinion, personally, in my opinion, uh, the rock soldiers are nothing like the Iraqi soldiers. Oh, they gonna fight. They're, they are going to fight if push comes to shove. And believe you me, I'm going to tell you straight up, those cats aren't soft at all. Okay, they're not soft at all. So all my service members who ever been to, to uh, Korea, South Korea, stationed in Medakatusa, you know, that's Korean soldiers that, that had enough money to be, you know, be able to go into them. American military, yeah. When they get treated, we, 
split, man, we would have a field in the United States. I mean, I saw a couple of them get the fire slapped out of them by a sergeant major. Kicked in the shins with boots on, and they had bet not move. And none of them did. Oh, all honesty. All honesty. We don't really want to go to war with North Korea. We don't. Not to mention, they outnumber us by who? Lord. A whole lot. <laughs> a whole lot. So, but yeah. But let's hope. Let's just hope and pray that you know we won't have to do that. Because there, there would be way too much death and suffering because of because of two individuals that can't seem to don't want to put their egos, you know, on check. I had something else I was going to say about that, but since my co-host is a, a woman, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's not, not to say she hasn't heard it before, but I'm going to be good today. <laughs> All right. So, but that was a good quote. You like the way I tied that in? That was good, wasn't it? That was a good quote. That was a good quote. Oh, that was part of the quote of the day, y'all. Y'all just didn't realize that, did you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I got ways to pay to get you to pay attention. All right. So, with that out the way, let's get on with our next topic. And you know what I want to talk about now? Yes, 986-998. Welcome to the show. Glad you can make it. Hanging out with Mr. Talk and P. Ross today. Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, get crunk. <laughs> That hurt me when I said that. Get crunk. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Moving right along. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, if you want to comment on something we talk about, 347-838-8622. Okay? Or you shoot me an email at ericlesstalkygmail.com. And the chat room is open, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right. Colin Kaepernick, y'all. He was honored this weekend by the ACLU with the Advocacy Award at their annual Bill Rights Dinner in Los Angeles. He received the Ethan Moore Courageous Advocate Award. Now, you know, everybody's trying to find something negative to say about Colin Kaepernick. You know, da da da. Hey. Uh, let's go on and get a man his props. He stood up for what he believed in. He didn't care if it was going to cost him his job, which like it did. Apparently it did. And he's still doing what he do. You know, and I, I heard it all. Well, what he's standing up for, both his parents are white. No, they're not. But anyway, you're going to think that. You can go ahead and think that. Well, he was just washed up as a, a football player anyway, so he decided to protest because he was about to get cut. No, he wasn't. He's just taking the dang on team to the Super Bowl. I'm just going to put it out there. All right. Well, he started up. No, because Marshawn Lynch had been sitting on the bench during the National Anthem for almost his whole career in the NFL. Nobody ever said anything about that. Why not? Because he was called beast mode. And in all honesty, Marshawn Lynch did not care for the, 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 the press anyway. They used to have to make him talk to the press. He would just sit up there and look at them as they asked him questions. You know. So, it leads to say he was a little bit more intimidating than Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> but this not to mention that uh, almost a month ago, GQ chose Kaepernick as his um, 
as the citizen of the year, and it's rumored that he's really in the running for Time Magazine Man of the Year. Ain't that something? Wow. That's a whole lot, right? For somebody who just was minding his own business, basically. And the press stuck their nose in it and blew everything out of proportion. Now it's backfired on them, not him. But anyway, and I mentioned all this to say, <coughs> excuse me, this past weekend, the NFL allowed players to, to wear special cleats with their um, charity or cause they supported written on their cleat. I mean, you have some um, ranging from domestic abuse to um, say no to drugs and you know, whatever they, they were for, their, their charity or whatever. Now, first off, we're going to applaud that little chap right there. Yay! We're going to give him a little clap hand for that one because, okay. All right, they did, they let him do something, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, let's remember, last, was it last month? This is November, October. September, October time frame. I read y'all. A, 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 a copy of a letter that was, that um, two members of the NFL had sent to the NFL headquarters about November being a month for them to display uh, um, whatever they wanted to as far as advocacy and what have you. And of course, it you know, went down silently. Of course, you know November has Veteran Day, so the players were like, "Okay, we you know we gonna prove we gonna be all right." You know, no one protested during that weekend where they honored the military, what have you. Fine. You know, but cleats, they call it cleats for cause. Yeah, cleats for cause. Now, and, and, and here's why this is interesting to me, because you just give them one Sunday. One Sunday wear these cleats, and everybody's supposed to be good with that. Well, there's so many of our players that aren't happy with it. They say, no, you're just patronizing us. Y'all just trying to, to get us to calm down and stop protesting. There's, there's even reports that NFL actually played some, paid some players at least a million dollars to stop protesting. And just trying to get his buddies to stop protesting. So on the outside, it looks good. Oh, this is great. But when you get to the back door, it's sticking back there because there's a bunch of crap surrounding the back door. So, you know, when, when when y'all see this kind of stuff, y'all, y'all make sure it's just a little publicity stuff to, 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 to get the NFL back on, you know, good standings with, I guess as they would say, their core supporters or their core fans. Now, here's my take on this core fan stuff. Before all this protest used to go on, if you was a cheesehead, you was a cheesehead. It didn't matter whether you stood or not. <coughs> as long as you performed on the field, nobody cared. Right? If you was a cowgirl fan, you know, that was your team. And honestly, <coughs> even though they got a, 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 a punk as an owner, hey, I got to admit, the fans still show up for them. The fans still show up. So, and my point is, is it really the fans that, that's causing this big stir, or is it the, the, the big wigs or owners such as Jerry Jones? Yeah, I'm going to call their names out. 
you know, that actually got mad at um, um, the commissioner because the commissioner was getting them getting ready to have a extension done. He got mad at the commissioner because the commissioner didn't side, didn't side with him and making players stand for the national anthem. Of course, they came up with all these little cute ways. Well, we won't, we won't kneel during the national anthem. We'll kneel before the national anthem. And, you know, most places they, they play, um, what's the other song? <clears throat> they call it the second of the national America, the beautiful, for spacious skies, for amber waves of gray. Yeah, that song. <laughs> the album got me singing in. <laughs> but, yeah, so when you, you take a look at that, it's all a big, a big I, I, I want to say it's a big scam, but I'm not going to say that. It's a big game. That's all it is. It's a big game. And when you have owners like Jerry Jones and and, and that guy down in Washington D.C. that just has money on top of money, no, that's all it is to them. They 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 feel they can buy anything they want. Of course, anybody do what they want to. Now I have often said, and P, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I have often said that the professional athlete today is nothing but. The new modern day slaves. Yes. Now that we agree on. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the way I see it. Now, now let's let's take a look at, for instance, and uh, we gonna move over because we ain't gonna get to talking sports over here because I know somebody be talking. Like, what about this? No, we gonna talk sports. Um, we gonna stay with the cowgirls. I know people are mad at somebody out there mad at. I know he ain't calling my team no cowgirls. Yeah, I'm calling them cowgirls. Um, they had a player, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, uh, he was facing a six game suspension. Now, at the first couple of weeks of fighting this thing, you know, I would have had to get to thinking, okay, I got six games to serve. You know, we going back and forth in court. But wouldn't it just be easy for me going to serve these six games and be done with it now in the beginning of the, of the season? And, 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 and follow me with this, y'all, because this is where logic just ran out the door. So they go right ahead, and they fight, and they fight, get it overturned, he plays. Get it overturned, he gets the spin again, get it overturned, bye, 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 until about the eighth or ninth, seventh, eighth week. He goes, he finally gets suspended, and he's supposed to fight it, but they realize by the time he's fighting, it'll be like 10th week in the season. It's only 16 weeks, because Dallas ain't going nowhere besides that. Well, it's 18 weeks, really. But the problem line is, all of a sudden, he says, okay, I'm not fighting anymore. I'm going to go ahead and do my six-game suspension. <laughs> the only problem is, the Cowboys haven't won anything. Well, they won. They beat the Redskins the other night. But besides that, they have haven't won anything since he's been gone. And he won't be back until I think the fifteenth, two games before the season ends. You know, and, and that's all because he has an owner that thinks his money can get anything he wants. And of course, I'm sure you know there was some backdoor dealing with some of these drug judges that would you know. Uh, um, Cancel the the suspension for a couple of weeks, or what have you? We, I mean, let's not be naive to think that that didn't happen. <laughs> you know, 
And the bottom line is, I don't know what they were thinking. I really don't. If they're going to suspend the golden boy Tom Brady, you know they're going to get Ezekiel Elliott. Come on. The facts are out there. You know. But, uh, that is it about the NFL, man. But I'm glad Colin Kaepernick got honored. But the NFL is not as squeaky clean as they want them to believe. And, yeah, they do things to kind of appease the, the fans and make the fans think everything all right. Let's just come out and say, look, this is how it is. All right? This is how it is. Because you're going to have them hardcore fans that's going to come. You know, it's like it's like that um, petition that was going around or, or that, that thing that was going around for a long time on Facebook, boycott the NFL. Now, don't watch the NFL. Look, as long as they got sponsors, they're going to play. Okay? And honestly, I'm going to watch. I'm sorry. I'm going to watch it. Honestly, this is the first time my team been good in some years. So, yeah, I'm watching. <laughs> I just had to put that out there. Yeah, I'm watching it. But anyway, such is life. Can you want to add anything before we move forward here? Yeah, I had to get that in there. I really did. Nah, I ain't got nothing on. I ain't got nothing on none of those topics. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, what do you expect? They, 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 they have set set boundaries, set confinements. You know that they have to work within if they still want to get paid. And you know. I don't, you know, I don't know no black man that's going to give up that kind of pay that readily. So, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Well, Colin, the captain did. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, if he would have kept out and, and, and bowed down and said, okay, I was wrong. Uh, he wasn't going to do that, though. That's why. I mean, other than him, and even the ones, you know, even the older generations that said that they were behind him, they supported them, they did a 360 and turned in the opposite direction, you know, and went against him. So, I mean, and, and, and the thing about it, as we pointed out, you know, um, when all of this started, he didn't ask anybody to to to, to, to not stand with him. He didn't ask anybody to. That was his own personal view, his own personal decision. It all got blown out of proportion, and everybody started changing the narratives and putting in the 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 uh, um, the veterans and and all of this stuff. And it never was about that to take away from what the initial protest was. Mm-hmm. And nobody, you know, and, and at this point. You're disrespecting our country, disrespecting our flag, you're disrespecting our veterans. Well, we have had veterans come out and say, no, uh, he's not disrespecting us. You know, we don't feel that way because right. we went to war to fight for a country that when we got back treated us like crap. You really want to know the truth. You know, so yeah. when, we're looking, when we're looking at the real issues and when you really get down to the grassroots of it and, and you talk to a lot of the veterans, you know, they tell me, hey, we go to the VA, we got to even fight to get our benefits. We even got to fight to get to get services. How many months does it take to see a physician if you have a war-related injury? Come on now. 
let, let's let's really talk about who's disrespecting who. If you want to get down to the grassroots of the of, of the problem, the issue was that the police departments were killing black folk without any repercussions. And they were paying the families off and pushing it, sweeping it under the rug and saying it was okay. Well, Colin Kaepernick said it's not okay. See, he he rubbed against the grain. He rubbed against the grain of the conscience of those in power. So, hey, he Mm -hmm. had so how do we so how do we make it a a national emergency or a national tragedy or a, a national you know an abomination? Change the narrative to what people value. Hmm. And that, it sure came out, right? So you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You have you have to you have to recognize the mechanism working behind. The, the you know the propaganda and the agenda that they have because they don't want to address that. Yeah. They don't want to address yeah. that, that, that. When black people stand up and say Black Lives Matter, they saying no, they really don't. But they don't want you to know that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you take a look at Rick's relations, uh, you know, regarding black people and the statistics and 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 it, from economics to schools. To communities and just look at it And you really see that to the elite They don't matter They don't matter, they only matter to you And until You know, realize that And understand that, you know And 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 quit Acquiescing to what they say It will get the same results It will always be the same results It will always be the same stuff What's handed to you Instead of what you learn you get what's handed to you rather than what you truly earn. You get what's handed to you rather than what you're truly worth. Mm. You know, I'm just saying. You know, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. You know, um, you're right. <laughs> You're right. I mean, what else can you say? I, you know, and, and I've, I've said this before, and I, I'm going to say it again. Families, families, especially African American families, if you are any, any, if you are in any type of way going to sue a municipality, a city, a town, state, whatever, and they offer you a settlement. Now, I'm just going to put it out there like this. Don't, don't, do not, do not take the settlement because it has already been proven that once you take the settlement, nine times out of ten, Whoever is on going on trial will not be convicted. They won't. No, they won't. Because you got paid. Basically, what they're saying is, okay, we done paid you off, so you done got what you wanted, basically. Or you done got what you felt you deserved. Now, here's an interesting thing that, that that's really just caught my eye recently. You know, in, in some some places, they have actually uh, 
convicted a few officers. But those officers that were convicted, the majority of them had little shady backgrounds anyway, a past dealing where they had been reported more than once or twice. And of course, let's be honest, somebody's got to be the fall guy for these guys. Everybody just can't, everybody's just not going to, you know, get away with it because the, the microscope is on this situation now. It is. Now, it was interesting because there was a video where some officer shot this white kid, Cox kid, on campus. There was a video out there. I watched this video. But besides seeing the video, you haven't heard anything else about that. You haven't. Now, so here's, here's, here's the thought process. So now what we have is a, a lopsided uh, uh, presentation. Of, of law of law enforcement, you know what I mean, with the invention of, of cell phones and the video cameras and what have you. I'm sure more is going on than just the killing of black folk. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that the condoning it because yes, I I don't agree with that either. And yes, they need to put their behinds behind jail. You know, they really do. But to be honest, you know, because I personally know a few law enforcement officers. Uh, and I served with these guys, and I honestly know they wouldn't do anything like that unless they just were presented with no other choice. Now, I told y'all about the video. In fact, I placed it on the website, you know, a little while ago, uh, of this one guy, white guy, chasing the police. The police running and screaming, ah! And this after the, the officer that's chased him. The guy chases around. Chases the cops, run. He starts running away from the guy till the guy stops and runs and gets in the police car, in the driver's seat of the police car. Now, here's the thing. At no time, no time was a weapon pulled besides the taser on this individual.
Well, you know, if, if truth offends you, then that's an issue you need to solve. There's nothing uh, P. my co-host just said was offensive. It was fact. And we talk fact. You know, I hate to to leave. I wish I would she would have just called in and we could have had this discussion down, you know, on the air. You know, people stop being so freaking sensitive. That's part of the problem. We too sensitive. We too quick to say something to offends us without listening to everything. You know, you come in late to a conversation and you just hear the back end and all of a sudden you offended. Well, I'm going to tell you, Mr. Talk on offend you a lot. I am. I love you, but I'm offended. Some, some things I'm going to say. And some things you need to be offended about. You really do. Because I'm sure some things you don't even talk about. You don't even think about. So how can they think about what they're not living? That's the thing. You don't walk in, in, in a black person's skin. You don't walk in our skin. You're not killed around the store just because, you know, you, you have money and just because you, you, you're just in the hood and you go in an affluent store, you know, everybody's looking at you because they think you're going to take their property. Yes, that still goes on. Yes, black men, especially whenever they enter into the job market, whenever they enter into a position, they still got a noose around their neck, that they still got to prove themselves that they can do the job, that they can be responsible. That hasn't gone anywhere. The stereotypes haven't gone anywhere. And we're not saying that nobody else experiences that. But we know in this country, predominantly, black people are more stereotyped are more persecuted and are more apt to be found guilty of stuff than their other counterparts are. It's just fact. Look it up. Look at the statistics. And contrary to popular belief, everybody who's in jail is not guilty of what they've done. That's been proven. People, innocent people, have died because somebody lied, because somebody placed evidence on them. And you just this is what we mean when we say you can't handle the truth. You can't handle what some people in this country, in this United States of America, have done to people just because of the color of their skin. I can't speak to you from a Native American perspective because I'm not Native American. I can't speak to mm. you from a Caucasian perspective because I'm not Caucasian. I can only speak to you from what I live. Nobody remembers when the, when the, nobody talks about when the schools were first segregated. When you go from from being in an all black school and everybody looks like you, and now you got to go to a white school. Nobody talks about how white kids got to take school books home. And the black kids did not. I live that. Nobody talks about how the better schools have school books. And the poor schools have copy paper. Yeah, that still exists today. 
So don't come to me talking about somebody is racist or this is a racist show or this is a racist view. No, it's not racist. It's true. And I'm not apologizing mm-hmm. for the nonsense I give. I'm not apologizing for putting what is truth out there. If you're offended, mm-hmm. oh, well. Mm-hmm. We as a people are offended, oh. persecuted every day of our life just because of how we look. Whether mm-hmm. it's blatant or whether it's subtle, the bottom line is still there. And, yes, we are very aware. And when I say very to very some people, when I say that to some people, and I say again, when I say that to some people black lives don't matter, it doesn't. When you come out of your fantasy world and really look around this United States, as it is called, that we live in and really address the issues and come to the table and sit with the people who are affected by it, maybe then you'll understand. Mm -hmm. But as long as you have idealistic views that everything is hunky-dory and that's not really what the truth is, then you are part of the problem. And I don't care who don't like it. And as I said, I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Everybody might not feel that way, but hey, that's how I feel. That's how it is. Hey, feel free to disagree. We can agree to disagree, but that's not going to change my views. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You said a whole lot then. <laughs> you said a whole lot then. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else to that. I'm not saying anything else besides that right there, okay? I'm not. I'm not. I'm leaving it alone. Yes, yes, yes. This is not a racist show. We do not, you know, we don't do all that. Hey. But it is what it is. If you, if you, if you just sensitive, you're sensitive. I, you know, I can't do nothing about you being sensitive. You know, it's okay. It's all right. Now, usually what I do say is, Hey, if you got a problem with something we're talking about, hey, the number's always 347 You press number one on your keypad, and, hey, we can have this conversation. It's okay. Trust me. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Um, let's get into... Uh, let's talk about this, this 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 budget here real fast. This budget. Um, for those that aren't aware of what's about to happen come Friday, unless the United States the Congress decides to pass a stopgap bill or miraculously come up with a fiscal budget, which we haven't had one since 2009, fiscal year 2010, um, we'll be facing a, a government shutdown here in the United States once again. And of course, uh, for those that usually don't have a, uh, don't do work for the government, nine out of ten you won't feel it as much as those that do work for the government, like contract workers and um, veterans, you know, get the check, Social Security, and you know things like that. Um, and this is a game they have been playing. Uh, I say the last real budget was two thousand nine. Now think about it. We are what 2018, almost nine years later, and we still haven't had a, a comprehensive budget passed 
in nine years. But they're looking out for the American person, people, citizens, however they want to put it. What the heck are you talking about? Do you see that? Do you really, you really feel, you feel the love that they're, they're demonstrating, but I guarantee you they're getting their money. They're getting their checks. You know, they found them voting in another dang old raise overnight. <laughs> but I just want y'all to be ready. You know, because Friday, Friday going into Monday next week, man, it's going to be ugly for some people if they don't pass something, you know, the, the stop gas bill. And, of course, here's the problem with, 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 with passing budget, especially when one group runs um, um, Washington, D.C., Everybody want to add their little two cents into it because let's not be naive about this. They have those backers that they have to satisfy. You won't know them, but, you know, Joe Throw represent the farmers out there. You know, we need to put something in here to, 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 to make sure, you know, our prices are, are steady when we go take out our food to the market. Or you get, uh, um, you know, uh, what, the, what the folk is, the pharmaceuticals, make sure this bill, you know, got enough money in it for research so we can continue to poison, poison the people. And that is one of the reasons why this country can never pass a comprehensive budget. Of course, you got 45 cents that are talking about, well, if he don't get money for his wall, you know, he, he ain't going to sign it. Like a wall really gonna keep people out. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I said the wall is not to keep people out; it's to keep people in. <laughs> now, some people call me crazy for saying that, but that's the way I feel. It's not to keep people out; to keep people in. So another reason why it, it, they fight so hard on this immigration kick. Let's kick them all out. Don't let nobody in. But wait a minute, if you don't let nobody in, then what's going to happen when the people start dying? Just die off, huh? One group of die faster than the other, I'm sure. And that makes a lot of people happy. <laughs> but let's be honest, though. And here's another interesting fact that is really sad to say it, but it's the same individuals that keep being Elected over and over again. I'm looking at um, um, C-SPAN right now, and Senator John Cornyn, Republican from Texas. All right. He's been in office so long. And, and, you know, the funny part about it, you never hear from him. You never hear from him until there's a camera around, just like the, the, the um, Senator Carter, who happens to represent my little area around here. You don't hear nothing from him unless he, he, there's a camera, uh, a photo op to happen. Then they got these great speeches. But you sometimes you need to ask him, what the heck did you just say? Based on your record. Your record is not matching what you just said, dude. <laughs> I we never see you just out walking around. No, they can't do that. They can't do that because it's not worth it. But... Back to what I was talking about. So don't look for a, a, a real budget to be passed. Um, now what may happen is make it that stopgap 
guarantee you, if they get one done, it's going to go past November of next year. It's going. It's got to, because the, now you talk about midterm elections coming up, and, 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 and that's the purpose of them trying to get this tax bill done as quickly as. Yep, the TT, the TPP, a PPT, a Trans-Pacific Partnership crap all of them. Yeah, y'all remember that? And y'all remember how it was rushed through to where nobody really could read it? You just had to vote yes or no on it? Well, it's the same thing happened with this new tax bill that the Senate passed Friday night, late Friday night, <laughs> while a lot of you were in the club or sleep or whatever. But it's the same thing. And it's not really trying to it's not really trying to solve anything. It's, you know, we know who's going to get rich off this and who's going to suffer even more. Now, in the, in the, in the, in the short term, oh, it sounds good. Oh, man, I, you know, oh, man I'm going to get a little bit more money in my income tax check. But over the long haul, you ain't going to make no money. The economy is not going to get any better. Not for us down here on the bottom. Now, now, for those up top there, oh, they're going to be good to go because they're going to get there. <laughs> they are going to get there. You know? Now, you have two versions. You have the House version, then you have the Senate version. Now, everybody has added their little two cents to it to where they're just not the same. So now what has to happen is they have to get behind closed doors and negotiate what they're going to keep and what they're not going to keep. Because one says we're going to keep all seven. The other says, no, we're going to drop it to four uh, income tax categories. So how is that going to go? Now, this recent one that was passed um, through the Senate, you know, it had all kind of writing in the borders on the outside. <laughs> and it was funny because some of the Democrats was on, on Twitter showing it like, now what is this? I can't even read this. But it passed law party lines, 51 to 49. It did, like it wasn't expected. But this is not for the people. This is not to take care of the people. They can care less about you and your taxes or whatever, because most of them are not paying it anyway. They done broke the IRS out so bad. The IRS now got to send people um, um, delinquent notes to, to collection agencies. That's how bad they just dismantled the IRS, which, you know, it should be done anyway, but it is what it is. But passing, and, and here's the thing. Now, remember when 44, oh, I'm sorry, with President Obama, I want to, you know, seem like I'm insensitive that the black man was, was the president, I just called him 44. And to get y'all, 44 was in office, and, and um, the Affordable Care Act got passed, a.k.a. Obamacare, as the Republicans called, started calling it. That got passed. You know, that's going to be a signature to keep the Democrats, you know, in. And health care, universal health care all the way around. Oh, yeah, we, do. we got health care. And with some people, it did help. It did help. It did. But if you take that same principle as, as that and the TPP was passed during 44's um, um, term as president, the same thing with this tax reform. It has to be something major and big to run on next year for these midterm elections to keep the majority in both houses. 
there's a looming shutdown come Friday. Hmm. What's going to happen, y'all? As it gets closer, they get the, they get the, get in there talking. And as it gets closer, they get to talking and talking. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to set up a temporary uh, bill, and it's going to run until December 2018 when we revisit it again to pass another budget. Or they may cut it up in six month increments. But they're not trying to put a, a real budget out there. Number one, this tax bill is, is, is going to add so much to the national deficit that this group of politicians claimed they were going to reduce when they took they got voted in. Okay? That's what they said. But numbers aren't telling the same story. <laughs> it's just going to add and add and add. To a country that don't have any money anyway. Isn't that crazy? You got a national debt of trillions of dollars, but you got this money that really ain't worth nothing. How does that work? Or a country that's bankrupt, how does that work? But we can keep printing. They can keep printing, but it means you decided we want to print our money, or we're going to get put behind some bars. How does that work? I thought we were supposed to be free in this country. <laughs> well, I guess the Dominic Kadami wasn't free because when they tried to change over, you see what happened to them. You know, even the Garby over in Zimbabwe. So he changed, and he started changing from the dollar went to the euro and the rand. That didn't help him none. It just just ran it further into the ground. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? I hope you do. If not, uh, call me later. I'll tell you more about it. Uh, Pete, what you got for me? I know you, you want to say anything to this great. <laughs> well, no, you, you, pretty much, you pretty much covered everything, you know. I mean, what more is there to be said? <laughs> honestly. Oh. Honestly. Honestly? Yeah, honestly. The, the, the trend has been set. Each time we get to this plateau, it, it's always worked out the same way. So, I mean, yeah. It is what yeah. it is. It is what it is. And it is going to be what it's going to be. I'm going to make a song out of that. I'm going to put some music to it. I'm going to sing one day. <laughs> and the oh, thing Lord. is, when we, and the thing is, huh? you know, in the current state of affairs, why should we expect anything different? I know. Call me cynical. Call me whatever. But, hey, I'm just saying. The record speaks for itself. We just expect something different because we deserve something different. Doesn't that we deserve something different? We have earned, at least we, we think we have earned, uh, at least to have one or two good people in there that can help change something. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Right, but, but see, yeah, yeah that 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 that's true. Uh, as as far as the concept of, of what one thinks he does, he or she may deserve, but that's the dumbest the thing I've ever heard in my life. See, exactly, exactly. My point. Oh, 
Because you, yeah. you have to go with what is and not what you think you deserve. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. That is true. You know, I deserve a big glass of red Kool-Aid right now. You know why I can't, can't get a big glass of Kool-Aid right now, red Kool-Aid? Because they didn't jack the prices up on sugar. Because you can't have red Kool-Aid without sugar. <laughs> I need to write my congressman about that. I want my red Kool-Aid. Okay. Anyway, uh, we have to break the series just for a minute. All right, y'all. Um, you know, and, and this tax bill, you know, I, I took a whole lot of notes on this tax thing, but it's just too much. And what I'm going to do, however, what, am I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take it and put it um, on the website so you can check it out and you can find out the ins and outs of it. Uh, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different ins and outs and what is, you know, supposed to work and what's not supposed to work. But one thing, if you got a lot of kids, hey, you you gonna make some money off of this thing for a little while anyway. <laughs> you know, if you have a, you know, uh, you know, where you can claim your kids and what have you, yeah, you'll make some money. That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. If you bought a new home or you own a house, yeah, all that's about gone for you. They 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 kicking that to the curb. Um, what else? The other little talk thing I was thinking about. And don't be surprised if your tax bracket change either. Just depends now. If they keep it the same seven, you may be all right. But if they drop it to four, you already know. You're going to pay more money. Okay? Because it's got to be condensed. It's got to be condensed. You know, and if you're a small business owner, hey, I'm praying for you. <laughs> you're going to take a hit. Oh, you're going to take a hit. All right? But anyway, let's move on to charter schools. Because I was talking about some charter schools because Pete Ross said, she just had a meeting about that the other day, and she said them people ain't for it. They were like, nope, we don't want it. But national statistics, you know what I'm saying? Them national numbers say, <laughs> I don't know why I can't say that word all of a sudden. The national numbers say that African-American parents want charter schools, Okay. Now, Pete Rawson said she had a meeting with some, she was on a conference call, and the parents were like, no, we ain't, we're not trying to have this. No, you know, I'm going to say it like I want to say We ain't trying to do this. We, No, I'm not feeling this. We are not feeling this charter school crap. So, talk about this. The African-American community and charter school, is it a pass or fail, y'all? Is it good or is it bad? No, is it making a difference? And what the heck is a charter school anyway? What is a charter school? Just a school that somebody started that, that, that teaches a different curriculum from public schools? Do they have better teachers? Are they regulated by the state of thing to teach a certain curriculum? Or can they just freestyle depending on the child's um, learning ability? What makes charter schools so special? Talk to me, P. Ross. I feel I'm in your house now. I'm in your wheelhouse now. Talk to me. Let me know what you got going on. All right, y'all want to talk to me about anything? 347-838-8622. Ah, I got you. Let's talk. We got 30 minutes and 55, 54, 53, 52, 51 seconds left in live air time.
hours as we get. We just might go into overtime. But right now, this is me and Pete going the distance. All right, go ahead, co-host. I'm done. I'm through talking now for a minute anyway. <laughs> yeah, you, you had them went out there for a minute, and you did go out there. The difference between a charter school and 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 public schools is is that simply this: um, the 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 actual you get to choose what school you want to go to, but they're still state funded, you know, and they they operate they operate, you know, without you know, the constraints of some of the regulations that are imposed on the district, you know, the district schools, the public schools. But they are still held accountable for academic results and for holding up whatever they put in that contract. If they say that this percentage of our students are going to pass, they got to uphold those promises that they make in their charter. Okay, so they don't just get to, to, to run scot-free. You know, even though they do have, you know, they do, they do um, take money, you know. Um, one of the, the, the complaints about the, the charter schools is that they are draining or siphoning money from the public schools. And that is why there, there's a fight here in one of the counties here. But now, the thing about it, the reason why the charter school was allowed to come in was because they said that the public school board, that that county, that particular county was bankrupt, so to speak. They didn't have the revenue to run the public schools. Kids were not attending those schools. Parents were taking their, their, their kids out of that county and sending them to other counties to go to school. See, So the schools were indeed failing. So now we have this public, this this charter school in this particular um, county, which some of the, the, the community is not happy about. Um, they already had a fight within the first few weeks that the school was open where 16, 15 or 16 students were arrested. They were taken to jail because a big fight erupted. Now this is a middle and a junior school. So you had... 12 and 13 year olds fighting with 18 and 17 year old kids. You know, that don't make a lot of sense. So, needless to say, the parents weren't really happy they, you know, about that. So, it, it was an issue of where was security? How could all this had, you know, how, how could this big of a fight erupt? Ooh, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of the other parents are not happy because of the mix of children that are there. You have the older kids with the younger kids, and they're not too happy about that. However, nothing has has been said about the curriculum. Nothing has been said about what's being taught. The fight in and of itself seems to be about the money being redirected to the charter school. So um, they do have lawyers. They are talking about, you know, you know, um, uh, a lawsuit and all of that. And it has been done in other in other counties in 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 Florida. I believe they mentioned um, Broward County as, as one of them to 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 get the the charter school turned around, meaning that we're not going with a charter school; we're going to stick with our public school and reinvesting those funds back into that public school district. Mm-hmm. So that's the fight. When it, when it all boils down to it, is 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 really about the dollars and cents. 
It's really about the dollars and cents. Now, I don't know how much that school will get, but um, information was given to me that that charter school gets $2,000 per student. That's 2000 state dollars per student. Now, I haven't I haven't found that anywhere in writing, but that's what was what what was stated. You know, and, and listen to that. I guess the question would be, isn't a lot of the public schools already failing? At, at, you know, or, or or achieving, or for lack of a better word, at a lower uh, um, rate than than other schools anyway. And that's right. why the, the charter yeah. actually came up. Yeah, yeah, it's especially in the in the poor communities, and this is where the the charter schools are are being implemented and where they are being taken over. And 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 the, and and the ideology is that is is one that well, you're you're willing to spend this money on the charter school. Why are you not willing to to put it back in the the reinvest in the resources of the public schools? Pay the teacher more, get better teachers, change the curriculums. You know. Um, to 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 make the public schools better, this is what you know. But you want to bring in outsiders, so to speak, you know, um, without a lot, whole lot of regulation. You know, do as you please, curriculum or what to say, um, you know. And 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 then our kids there, and because there is no other alternative, because now there are no public schools in this particular county, we we they have to go to the charter schools. And they so, feel wait, like hold on, hold on. There, there are no public schools in that, no, in that county? No, they failed. They failed. They didn't have okay. the money. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, so let's, 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 let's back up here for a minute. When you say they failed, does that mean they just didn't have any funds available? or they Exactly. Actually exactly. There, okay. there, was, there was no funds available to run those schools. Okay, and where was the state? Does the state have something to do with this? When you come to talk about the money? No, it's county. It's county. Okay, county. County gets money from the state. The state gets money from where? Station, right? From from okay, federal. Okay, it's the way it's... It's the way it's allocated. So, okay, so you have a public public school, and they're not um, performing according to the test or whatever, however they grade this thing. So you mean to tell me if they're not um, reaching whatever grade it is, they pose a performance level, they're withholding funds. Right. And not trying to. Right, right. Yeah, they they don't get they don't they don't they don't they don't they don't they don't get they they have a funding formula, and it is based on the the performance of of students or and other criteria in that school. They get they get a percentage. They'll get a percentage from the state. They get a percentage probably from property tax property taxes. Federal government here in the state of Florida, I guess from the from the lottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they got to be more than just a lottery supporting these schools now. Come on. It's, it's, 
Well, I said, you know, you know, it, it it's from, it's it, it's from, it's from, um, it's from the state. It's from, from uh-huh. the Hang on a second. So, you know, I understand that's that's in you know one county and what have you, because look, I, I can't, I don't know, because on my research I found apparently there's that's what they're saying anyway. Sixty six hundred charter schools across the United States of America. Sixty six hundred. Okay. Right. Um, African American students account for seventeen percent. National. Right. Nationally, okay. Um, which is interesting because you know there was a couple of polls that were done. One was by um, what's this? B A E O, a poll in 2015 that um, 67% in Tennessee, 65% in Louisiana, 65 in New Jersey, and 54% in Alabama actually support. Uh, charter school, you know, for African Americans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, if if that's the case, then why why are we seeing any anything better happening there? Who's teaching? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But okay, okay. Wait a minute. Let me go back because we we got to talk about the money, and I'm still ain't figuring this money thing out. Okay, so the money stops going to the public school, right? This is this is the formula for this is the the the, the formula for 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 uh, the state of Florida. I don't know about other states. Um, and and they're saying that in order to equalize the the, the educational opportunities, the formula it it is it it goes by the varying local property taxes in that area for that county. Again, I say this by county. Then the varying educational program costs, the type of educational program in that district, in that school district, the various costs of living, and the various costs of equivalent educational programs due to the sparsity and dispersion of the student population. Remember, where, meaning where the students are, how far they got to travel, where the buses, you know, they got to be bused in, and, and, and what have you. So they take all those things into account and they get a percentage. And they come out with their 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 financial formula for the money that that school district is allocated. Mm. And it's mm. weighted on full time students, the number of full time students. That's why students who graduate early, you know, get penalized. Mm. Are you kidding me? For real? Yeah, they get penalized. We had a student here uh, just recently graduated um, from high school. She graduated early, a year early, because she took advanced classes. She was honors, and she didn't get her honors on her transcript, she, or, or she didn't get her honors cord. She didn't get to walk with her honors cord because she graduated early. They told her that she had to go the full 12 years in order to receive the honors court, which didn't make sense to me because you would think that they would give it to you because you graduated early and you took college prep course and honors courses, advanced courses. That's public school. That was a public high school. 
Oh, that was a public high school. Yeah, because the numbers, the numbers are based on full-time enrollment for the students. That's how the money is allocated. In public schools. In public schools. Yes. Yes, in public schools. Okay, but it's totally different when you start talking about charter schools. It's totally different, and when you talk about um, charter schools, because it's based on what the charter, their budget, and what they say they need. That's why I had to go for to a vote before the board, and everything that is in that charter, they have to look up to. They have to live up to. So basically, what I'm saying is, because uh, I was thinking the charter schools get money based on the number of students they have, but it's the other way they around. They, they get they they yes they do. They get they get they get the the money based on the number of students that they get. If they say in their charter contract that this is what we're going to charge per student, then that's the money that they get. They get $2,000 per student, no matter how many number of students that they have. So that's why when you see a charter school, you know, they're getting a lot of students in, but they're designed for the most part or what they try to do, from what I understand, is they try to make it smaller classrooms than what the public schools are, and they have more teachers. And they have more teachers in specialized areas. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, so, so what you're saying is, <laughs> I hate you saying that, but all right. Now, I'm trying to get an understanding here. So, the charter school, smaller classrooms, pretty much better teachers, and a um, curriculum that is not. Um, State of government control. Right. You say that's what it, it is. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 Now the thing about now the thing about the charter schools is the same thing with the public schools. When their student numbers drop, when enrollment drops, so does the district revenue. Hmm. So district revenue. So, yeah, and that's the money that comes from that 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 school district. So it, it it'll drop because if you if let's say you start a charter school and you and you say you're going to have let's just say three hundred students three hundred students at two thousand dollars for um um each student okay now if that drops you're not going to get that total amount of money you're only going to get it for the number of students that you have oh that's how that works. So let's let's take the case of, of you know the student that graduated early. If you have students graduate early from the charter school, would you be penalized for that as well? Yeah, because your enrollment drop unless you get one, you got to get one to replace that one that 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 but, graduated early. Because you got to maintain but, but the number of students that you said that you were going to serve. Yeah, but you're you're, many, you're still many your your your. Graduating, actually, you see the graduating requirements. I would think if you they're graduating earlier. Yeah, yeah, but they're based again on full time enrollment. It's still full time enrollment. And it's full time enrollment. It would be considered just. Uh, uh, I'm trying to figure this out. It would be considered. Just what six or eight months 
pay anything to send these these children to the no, to charter no, no, school? No, no, no. With the charter, the, with the charter school, no. The, there, there, there is no, 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 no funding that comes from the parents, as far as as I know. You you don't have to pay for a charter school. You know, you don't have okay. to pay to, to attend um, okay. to attend a charter school because they receive funds again on a per student basis from the state in which they operate. So you so have they don't better, tuition. better teachers, flexible, more, more flexible curriculum. Um, what? Uh, smaller class size. Where you can receive more individual, you know, instruction. Why would you be upset with that? <laughs> I mean, why would you be upset? So with that? the only the only difference is the the main thing is this right here because they they try to keep the classroom smaller. When you if you don't submit an application in time to enroll a student, they fill up fast mm-hmm. it's because spaces are limited. And then if, if, if this is the charter school that you want to send, you know, you 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 know, you trying to get your child in, and you know, you procrastinate uh-huh. waiting on the school. What and there's no public school. What's the alternative? Your kid got to go out of school, out of county for the school. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So yeah. In other words, it's not a fair, it, it's not a fair selection, basically, when you come down to it. It's like uh, right. It's like this, this school, this, this charter school in Washington, D.C., I was watching 60 Minutes a couple of years ago where they had a lottery. You know, everybody had numbers and, you know, so many would get in and be allowed to enter, you know, enroll right. in the school for the right. school year. Yeah. Right. I, I remember that now. I remember yeah. that now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, we have eight minutes and 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. Nine seconds left in live air time. Uh, if somebody just want to come in, I'm, we're going to go over time a little bit. So if you're not on the phone lines, you need to get here, 347-838-8622. Okay? Um, if you can't call in and you got to go and finish doing whatever you're doing, no problem. I appreciate you. Uh, just you can finish listening to the show on the archives. It's usually already five, ten minutes after the show ends. Okay? And We'll see y'all next Friday. But for those that stand with us, hey, let's get it on. 347-838-8622 is the number. All right? Eric, let's talk at gmail.com is the email. Hit me up if you want to say something. All right, let me bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Let's see who we have here. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have? Oh, this is Miss Lady. Hello. Hello, Miss Lady. How are you? I'm doing good. He's my turkey sandwich and my salad. But listen, I just want to okay. say something really quickly about this charter school versus public school. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, a lot of corporations have opened up charter schools under their corporate charter, right? Secondly, um, what they do a lot is they hire new college graduates under the Teach for America program. And they bring them in, and they're all young and fresh, and, you know, most of them are not going to choose teaching as a career, but it's a, a, a years of experience that they get that they can put on their resumes and when they apply for graduate school. 
Um, and so, and they're good. I mean, they, they, you know, they're young, like, you know, and, you know, close to me to the children, but they get paid less than a teacher that would be hired with, under the public school district. They don't get the benefits. They don't get the pension. So do you understand? So they're saving money, and they're, uh, even some of the public schools are bringing in Teach for America teachers. So they're supplanting teachers that would choose to be teachers as a career choice. Thirdly, they're not unionized. So they're, they're, they're decimating the teachers' unions. And a lot of the teachers' unions support Democratic candidates. So it's a lot of reasons why this charter school uh, business has taken off. And so... That's pretty much all I have to say. Okay. Well, thank you, Miss Lady. You know, and that's interesting. You know, especially when you start bringing the corporations in. And um, I, I can see them bringing the, the, the new teachers in because I've read a couple of articles that mentioned bringing them in from overseas. You know, and yeah, when it's not being unionized. Yeah, with them not being unionized, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I I'll have to tell you what. <laughs> wow, that that's interesting to say the least. That's good information, Miss Lady. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, and once you think about it, yeah, you know, corporations have to, have to be involved in it somewhere. I would think somewhere down the line. Because you, you're moving, you're moving too many people out of uh, out of uh, out of neighborhoods and communities. Because all these charter schools in the communities are there. Well, let me put it this way: Are they in the low income areas of town, or are they in the more affluent parts of town, or are they like in the middle? Do we have any idea? All right. Oh, I don't need to my back. Okay. No. I'm sorry, Miss Lady. No. Huh? Did she hear you? Lady, are you there? No. Nah. No, she gone. But okay. Yeah, but that, I guess that would be that. That would have a lot to do with it, also, wouldn't it? If if the charter schools are in in low income areas, um, you know, the rich parts of town, or you know, like in the middle somewhere. Because I know here recently where I'm at in Texas, they closed a lot of charter schools for um, performing poorly. You know, of course, you know, it was it was more of a predominantly black um, charter school than anything else. But, yeah, they, they shut that down. You know, they tried to get it started again, but it just, you know, state wasn't funded, I guess you could say, like that. But the charter school... Is in all honesty, is that a pass or fail for the black African American though? If, if, is that a pass or fail, or just that depends on the region or where you are as to whether um, you can, or maybe even too early to to try and, and, and give it a grade? Tom P. Say again. I didn't hear you. It was static or something breaking up in there. 
I say it. Uh, you know. <laughs> okay. What I said was, is it too early to say it's a pass or fail for the charter schools and African Americans, or is it just too early to tell yet? It depends. It depends on where you, you know, as, as we speaking as a nation as a whole, you know, it, it, it depends on where you're located at and the people that they run that. Because some are run, like Miss Lady said, by by um, um, organizations. You know, others are independently owned, and it just it it just varies with 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 the school. You know, I mean, a, a lot of the things you know are are contested because because you know they're not uniform. You know, um, and 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 it just goes by who, however, how they're how they're 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 managed. You know, because what one how one charter school does it may be very well very different from another uh, the way that another charter school does it because they're not mandated, they're not regulated by 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 you know by the state. You know, the only thing that, 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 that they do is they have a contract. If they don't live up to the contract, then, you know, they they got to do something different. They're closed or whatever. Um, if they do, the contract can be extended. Um, but um, um, you know, a, a lot of them, a great number of charter schools are in the, the poor community. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a great number of them are. You know, and 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 it's basically because of, of those those failing school districts. And like Miss Le- Miss Lady said, they can operate like that because they don't have to pay. You know, teacher union and and and, and all of those costs. None of that is factored in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I can see that. I I I, I really do. And you know, and and because you know they're regulated, you know they're operated by state by state, you know they're state appointed, you know it, it it's going to differ. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's going to differ. You know, so we see, you know. If, if you look at it, you know, in 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 the different state, not a great percentage. Um, is 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 in the poor. The, the greater percentage is in the poor community. In certain states, in other states, it's, it's not so. Because okay. I'm looking at this 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 article right here. Um, this article, I'm trying to see where it's the, the New York Times, uh-huh. and it's an interesting, it's an interesting topic. Um, it was written in 2015 called Urban Charter Schools Often Succeed, Suburban Ones Often Don't. And I thought, mm-hmm. that, that's an interesting, uh, you know, title right there. It really yeah. is. You would think it would be the other way around. Right. Um, and the sentence, the sentence goes, rigorous research suggests that the answer is yes for an important underserved group, low-income, non-white students in urban areas. These children tend to do better if enrolled in charter schools instead of traditional public schools. 
there are exceptions, of course. Huh? And 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 um a a a a lot of the the I have recently read this other report. They said that is that is candid too because of the smaller classes. That is the most basic mm-hmm. reason. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, it goes on to say the same things we we discussed already. Charter schools are publicly funded, but not bound by many of the rules that constrain traditional public schools. Right. Charters, for example, can easily try new curriculum or teaching strategies or choose to have a longer school day. They have more autonomy than traditional public schools in hiring and firing teachers who have voted right. to form unions at only a handful of charters. Perhaps as right. a result, teachers' unions that often oppose charter schools say they completely, they completely unfairly they compete unfairly with traditional public schools and are not held to the same standards. Well, but dang, let's be honest then. Okay, if if <laughs> if the classrooms are smaller and the students are performing better, that's a no-brainer, isn't it? Seniors, you know, if you can, get them into one of the charter schools. I, I would yeah. think so. You would think so. But then again, you know, but, but here, here's the interesting thing about that. When you start talking unions and, and, and stuff like that, that's when the political nonsense get involved. And that, that's usually when things begin to go downhill. It really is. But I know there's some of y'all out there, y'all love your unions. So I'm not knocking your union, union. But we all know when you start talking unions, everything is it, it, it's more, um, let's say, micromanaged, I guess, because nothing can be done without a room union rep being present or union rep getting involved. It depends on who union rep is and who the politician, you know, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I understand it. I understand it. And I, I, and I like it easy to try new curriculum. Because I often say, you know, most of the problems with our kids today is they don't need that really. They don't need that, 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 that. All that other stuff that doctors keep saying your child needs—they need just somebody who's uh, somebody who's gonna challenge them. That's what they really need. You know, a lot of these kids—they say, you know, the kids they say that's because you're boring them to heck. Same old, same old curriculum in school. You know, so if if you go to a school that that can um, suit your learning, their curriculum to your learning. That's outstanding. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I really would. Because we know this common course stuff that public schools are forced to teach uh, uh, is horrible. It really is. You know, not to mention the, the different um, standardized tests that have to be taken, and that's all the teachers teach in the public schools. And that was that was a lot of, that was a lot of the kickback for the public schools that you're only teaching these standardized tests. You're not really you're not really teaching. You know, you're not really right. teaching the students anymore. You know, you can you can you can you know, you can pass this test but you you still on the eighth grade reading level. How is that accomplishing anything and you graduate with that? Hmm. You know, and, 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 
Yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all a story here, and it was it was an interesting story. You know, I was in school. I was in seventh grade. Now, in seventh grade, yeah, I was quiet little guy. You know, I wouldn't say much. And uh, you know, you know, teachers just force you to get up and read. And, you know, sentences out of book, but I never you would read. You know, like or whatever. And honestly, I was bored to death. I didn't want to read the little sorry books anyway. It really wasn't that good to me. But, you know, one day, I basically got threatened to read and go and see the dean. And dean had that title with the holes, and I didn't want to see him. So I kind of started reading. You know, after the first sentence, the teacher stopped me, and the first thing came out of her mouth was, you can read. <laughs> and I just say about that, you can read. Really? Yeah. I can do a whole lot more than just read. <laughs> you know, and, I'll, 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 and I, that's going back to my point. If you're not challenging them students, I'm just going to sit here and buy my time, whatever. You know, whatever. I'm smarter than most of the students in the class anyway. So, you know, it, it was boring to me. And I'm, I'm going back to Ridland and all this vaccination they be giving you, telling you you need to give your children Man, y'all, they don't be needing that. They just need to be challenged mentally. That's all they need. That's all they need. You know, and and, and a lot of that medication and stuff, it, it dulls the imagination senses. You know, it kills their imagination and creativity. That's why it's easier to control them in, 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 in those certain settings anyway in school. And that's all they be trying to do. I, I, that, okay, this is my opinion, y'all, okay? But there are some, you know, things out there that support my, my, my opinion. You can go and find it for yourself, but don't take my word for it. But that's the way I feel, you know. But I was lucky enough to know I had a, a – my parents understood, you know, the level I was on. So, yeah, I didn't have to take all that unnecessary medication. Just figured I was bored, which I was. <clears throat> and I think, you know, if charter schools are really – the majority of them are like this, I think that is a good thing. Of course, we know <laughs> there's always someone who's going to fight for a public school, which, okay, I went to public school. I didn't go to any private schools. I went to public school. My whole um, educational journey, <laughs> that's a good word, my whole educational journey. Um, so, but I like that. I like that. I like that. So, I guess the question becomes, should we should we just go ahead and do away with public schools, make them all charter schools, uh, 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 get the teachers in, de-unionize them, and let's get our, our, our youngsters back on the level they need to be? Would that be a, a – would that is that a possible or – is it – can we do it? I guess the answer is, the question is, can we do it? Can we do it? Or is it just wishful thinking somewhere down the road? Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> all right. So, you know, that, that, I guess those are some questions that we need to we need to uh, ask ourselves and figure out. You know. Um, I don't think that's a bad idea, y'all. I really don't. I really feel that is a good idea. I like that. Now, how do we keep it 
keep those in the range where this starts becoming uh, beneficial and becomes more harm. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, there are some excellent teachers in public school. Don't get me wrong now. There are some great teachers, but all of them aren't great, and some of them are burnt out. And they've been there for years and years, the same school, doing the same thing. Uh, they have seen generations of generations of cousins come through and brothers and sisters, and they're still there. I think that's one of the, the – some people say, yes, that is a positive, and others can look at that as a negative. You've been there too long. You know, your, your style is stale. And it's gotten old, out of date. But then again, on the on the positive side, they'll say, "Well, you you've been there through the family line, so you know how you know each of our kids, how we were, and, and how we want our kids to be, and so forth and so on." Hmm. I guess it just depends, right? Right? It just depends. It really can't be. And when it comes to education, I guess it has to be a combination of both. I do believe the public schools can. Do better, but it has to start with the teachers. You got to have the teachers. You, you really do. Charter schools, okay, they're, they're like proving ground. Based on, on what this lady say, the, the charter schools are are are, are the proving ground. You know, they get started. You know, that's what they do all the tests and that. Then once they start, they fall. Let's make it. Let's make it up right there and use some of the curriculum that the charter schools use. You know, use some of that in the public. But I think I have a, a solution. Okay, you and all that know that's going to go that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, um, yeah, that just, may, that just may work, y'all. That just may work. Now, if you want to know more about charter schools, so we're going to get up out of here shortly. But, um, um, there's a there's a, a, a there's a story on PBS www.pbs.org called In the Black Community: A Division Over Charter Schools. Okay, check it out, man. Check it out. It's it's pretty good, pretty informational. I don't know why they talk say the worst thing. Yeah, but it, it's pretty good, real good stuff. Uh, Understand that. See, what you may be for, you know, 
well, that's good for you. It'll 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 work out for you, but in somebody else's life, it, it is totally not working. It doesn't work that way for them, and we have to recognize that and take that into account before we we accuse somebody of being something that they're totally not, or something that you perceive them to be, because you're offended. People say things to offend you every day. But that doesn't mean that your opinion of them is what the truth is. If it's fact, it's fact, regardless of how it makes you feel, regardless of what your opinion of it is or your perception of it is. If it's fact, then it is indeed true. So we have to understand that. Uh huh. Okay. Before we go throwing accusations all over the place. And and I'm not saying walk in somebody else's shoes, but get all the facts first before you start throwing accusations everywhere. You know, like I said, I'm just saying. You know, we got to learn to live above this one war order. Can't believe everything you hear. Check it out for yourself. That's it. That's it. All righty then. <laughs> All right, thanks, Joe. I'll wait. We're going to go ahead and get in. Joe and Mew there for a moment. Hello. All right. So, anyway, hey, I don't have much to say today. It's been fun, y'all. Uh, y'all, y'all know me. I'm, I'm getting, as I get older, that's why I'm going to run my mouth. <laughs> believe that one, right? But anyway, thank y'all for hanging out with us today. We'll be back here uh, Friday with um, an all-new show. We may we, we're, we're supposed to have a guest Friday, Miss um, Patrice. Supposed to be back, give us some good holiday, holiday tips on spending. Uh, but unfortunately, she may not be here. I'll have more for you. But if she's not here, I'll be here. And uh, I know P. Ross will be here. And hopefully you'll be here, too, with me, you know, because I miss y'all when uh, I'll be on the air. Oh, but anyway, it's been fun, man. I want to thank everybody who stopped by to hang out with me today. Miss Lady, Sister Goni, uh, Vernon, uh, let's see, Harcum, Miss June, uh, Jabbar, and everybody else who I can't see that I know you was there. Thank you for hanging out. It was fun. I appreciate it. And, you know, I just love y'all, man. I really do. You know, hopefully, um, blog talk get their their little issues together here. You know, because sometimes I just can't get on. I don't know what the issue is. Just they just fix it. I can't get on, and it drives me crazy. Especially when I have shows scheduled. So if you see a show scheduled and I'm not here, believe you me, it's not me. All right. All right. Anyway, it's been fun. Like I said, we'll be back here Friday, 2 p.m. Central. 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. All right, you want to send me a note? No problem. Shoot me an email at ericlesstalk at gmail.com. What else I'm about to say? The website will be updated here in a couple hours. That's www.ericlesstalk.com. I will have this show embedded there, so if you didn't hear parts of the show and you don't want to go back on Blog Talk, you always go to the website and listen to the show there. Um, that's a new feature I've added 
It only helps, I think. All right, so that's going to do it, man. Once again, thank you. Love y'all. Uh, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, give with open heart, but make sure you give yourself first. And the biggest, best thing is learn to laugh at yourself because you laugh at yourself, everything else is just crazy. We're going to take you out here with some Brian Culberson. Hey, my jazz lovers going to like this a little bit. All right, and say what? Kind of goes well with the title of the show. Hey, I'll see y'all Friday, man. Have a great week. We out of here.